98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. I think a lot of us traveled over the holidays. And, uh, hey, you remember this? I dated a lady before I met my wife. And I, I liked her a lot. And you know what? Uh, she broke up with me over a radio argument because I was the driver. And I thought the driver controls the radio, right? And there was a song I was listening to that I liked. And I was like, all right, cool. And she reaches up and changes the channel to the radio Well, I'm driving and we're taking a road trip and I, you know, she hit button number three to change the channel. I put it back on number one and she didn't like that. And I'm just shocked you refer to a button as a butt. No, the button on the radio. I know, but you said you oh, hit button number whatever. three and you're like yeah. you're shortening butt, button to so butt. I guess my question is if you're, if you're on a road trip, who, who controls the radio? Because one thought is, well, the person driving, they need to be entertained because the other person can look at Facebook or whatever. So they should control the radio. The other thought is, well, since you're already driving, maybe the passengers should make it their fun trip. You know, maybe just let the passenger do it. So I don't know how you feel about that. Buddy, I'm great on a road trip. I'm like the pilot of the car. And so... You're great on a road trip, huh? Road trip, yes. If you, you can you know, press the right butt or you can be great on a road <laughs> trip like me. Uh, 918-879-9898. Who controls the radio when you're in the car? I'm like the pilot, so the passenger, they get to listen to whatever they'd like. And they can control the radio. Oh, I see. So you have a different take on it. That's right. You're flying for Southwest, and it's the passengers that get the the pretzels and a drink if they want. Right, and especially if it's like your wife or girlfriend or husband or boyfriend, whatever it is, cater to them a little bit. Let them control. Because, listen, being the passenger on a road trip is boring, is it not? No. Yes, it is. It no. absolutely is. They get to look at Facebook. They get to go on Instagram. They get to read news. The The driver's just stuck driving. And so to me, I think the driver should have the opportunity to at least uh, control some of the entertainment. In so the car. when you take a flight, mm -hmm. the pilot gets out of the cockpit and comes over there and <laughs> no, <laughs> plugs your, uh, I wish. your headphones be, into the armrest and tells you what to listen to, what to watch. You're in, you have if you, as a driver, Tig, you have one thing that you need to do, and that's to keep everybody safe. Yes. Not worry about what entertainment. I see. All right, so uh, let's take your calls. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. You're in the car. Who controls the radio? The driver or the passenger? 918-879-9898. And I guess you're right, Daniel. It is. Uh, it's a good idea to drive safely and not be distracted. And you got to look out for your health. And there's other ways you can look out for your health as well. Yeah, that's right. Have you heard about Craft Body Scan right here in Tulsa? Uh, basically, you say you're laying there or something, and you get like a weird pain. And you're like, uh-oh, what is this? Yeah. And doesn't that happen all the time? Uh, now it does. <laughs> right, especially right. as you get a little older. You're like, uh-oh, uh -oh. what's that? Here's an easy way to kind of look into these kind of things. It's non-invasive. It's craft body scan. They can scan your heart, your lungs, your full body, your colon. Uh, they can scan for cancer. They can do it all. Go to craftbodyscan.com and see what all they can scan. And if anything, it'll make you feel a lot better. I like to stay ahead of my health. I don't ever want to go to the doctor and be surprised by something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like a selfie for your body, mm -hmm. where they can look in and they always, you, everybody's heard this. If you find something early, you got, you're better off, right? Yeah. And this is what this can do for you. And right now, Daniel, heading into the new year, $149 couples heart and lung scan. So you can do it together so you're not all alone. 
and uh, we can get started right now. Yeah, go to craftbodyscan.com. Get the most affordable scan available, the couple's heart and lung scan for $149. And uh, maybe while you're on the way to get the scan, you can debate with your spouse on who controls the radio on a road trip. 918-879-9898. Craftbodyscan.com. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. 98.5 The Bull, we're talking about uh, when you're in the car, maybe a road trip, who controls the radio? Should it be the driver? Which I think it should be. Daniel, you say it should be the passenger because uh, like a passenger on an airplane, the, the pilot doesn't come back and eat pretzels with you. And so that's what your contention is. Right. You should make it where the passenger can enjoy whatever they want on a long road trip because you are responsible for safety. Hey, good morning. Tiger Daniel, who's this? Uh, uh, hey, the buttons are on the steering wheel. So they, that's who gets to run the radio. Yeah, okay, I see what he's saying, because now with these uh, these high-technology cars, you can use The radio's on the... on the steering wheel now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. The buttons, you yeah. can change the radio station all. The volume, changing the radio station, it's all on the steering wheel. Really? Yeah. I, I, my cars are like 2014. I have none of that. All I have is a horn on my, on my <laughs> and it's like one of those kind of you squeeze like a bicycle <laughs> yeah. horn. What are you driving there, buddy? Well, you need, you need, to, get, you need to get with a program. What do you drive? I drive a 2020. Oh, look at this Knight Rider. Yeah. He's got a car of the future. It talks Mr. to him Fancy and all that. Pants. Maybe I should be looking into getting a new car then. So in your opinion, now, uh, that, the, now that the buttons are on the steering play, wheel, though. you feel like it's the driver's responsibility to turn the radio. That's right. All right. Well, thank you for the call this morning, buddy. Yep. Who controls the radio in your car? The driver or the passenger? 918 98.5 The Bull, Ty Gadano. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Uh, my name's Amber. Good morning, Amber. What's on your mind? Um, well, I was just calling to say that the driver controls the radio because they're the ones that need to stay awake. We're talking on a long road trip here with, uh, like, say, are you married? I am. So you and your husband, if you're the passenger, you feel like you can't reach up there and turn that radio? I don't feel like I can't. I mean, I could, but I sleep on long tr road trips in the passenger seat, so he controls the radio. Oh, what a nice lady. This poor guy's driving like 15 <laughs> hours. You just sit over there and sleep. Yes. <laughs> you know what would also keep him company? I mean, Talking to his wife. Um, no, he he gets frustrated with me. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, like, driver, he's so like, please don't. He would yeah. rather be asleep. <laughs> he would rather be asleep. That's about right. Yeah. It's like, I'd rather listen to Phil Collins than talk to you right now. <laughs> Pretty much. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Uh, Daniel, you were talking about uh, roller skating. And uh, you asked people where they used to roller skate. And people were really into that. And we, I think we all have good memories of going to a roller skate rink, you know, growing up. Yeah, older However, people do. However, is, uh, is that in the past? Now, do kids care about roller skating, or is it more trampoline parks and stuff? I propose to you that the trampoline park is now the preferred outing for kids. Because yeah. you have a son. I've never heard him ask to go to a roller skating rink. I've never heard that either. And uh, my seven-year-old son is with us this morning. Uh, good morning, Mac. How are you, man? <laughs> He's just like me on the radio. <laughs> Hello, Mac. Can you hear us? I think they're going yeah. through. Mac, uh, have you ever been to the roller skating rink? No. No. And so I guess 
if your dad was to pick you up from school today and he said, would you rather go to a roller skating rink or the trampoline park, which would you choose? Trampoline park. I don't even have roller skates. See, he doesn't even realize that you can uh, you rent, can rent them. Yeah. roller skates at the uh, roller skating rink. Do you know what a roller skating rink is? Yes. And why have you never wanted to go there? Because uh, I never had roller skates. Well, here's That's the very honest. I know that you're honest. Nobody feels like you're being deceptive. Um, they rent you. <laughs> you give them like a dollar, and then they give you a pair of roller skates. Do you remember when we went ice skating at the uh, Arvest Winterfest? When we went ice skating? Yes. You know how we rented the ice skates? Yes. yes. Well, there you go. All right, so uh, according to him, yeah, the trampoline park is uh, the new skating ring, right? I wonder why they don't like to roller skate. Maybe they just never gotten the opportunity to. <laughs> As a parent, which would you rather take your t- your your kid to, roller well, skating rink I, or I, trampoline park? Either one will kill me because uh, I did go to a trampoline park with Mac once, and I jumped on the trampolines. I thought I was going to die. Like, you can't jump on a trampoline when you're in your 40s. I don't think that you'd be able to roller skate for hours on end like you I don't like think you so either. I think, I think you're right. Well, Mac, I love you, buddy, and have a great uh, first day back at school. Fantastic. I love you, too. <laughs> I love you, too. Good dream. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. He, he had to think on it. <laughs> He's, like, pondering. Like, hmm, like, I love you. I love this guy. I don't know. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel at 7.22. And uh, we got Gary Allen tickets at 7.40, so not far away at you know, all. You know, Tig, I've been talking about possibly buying a house this year. I've been looking around. I've started the process. And, uh, man, there are a ton of houses in Tulsa. And the realtor uh, sent me one that's very close to your house. And I mean, like, within a block or two. Yeah. I don't think I want that. That's what? too close to you. Why wouldn't you want to live near me? We're best friends. Yeah. But I don't, sometimes I get TMT. What's that mean? Too much tag. <laughs> Too much tag. Like, you, you know, like, I don't I work with you. And if I'm living in your neighborhood, I feel like you're going to be uh, over there yeah. a little bit too much. Well, I remember when I went to college, um, I roomed with one of, my, one of my best friends. And by the end of the year, we could not stand each other. Like, we hated each other. So maybe you're right. Maybe it's a good idea not to live anywhere near me because... I mean, doing the little morning show we do, you know, that's acceptable. But then to see you all the time, I'd get sick of you. No, no. It would be the other way around because your wife works from home, so she's always there and she's having to conduct business. You probably want to go home and take a nap sometimes. You're going to be trying to come over to my house like Kramer all the time, just busting the door, <laughs> wanting to take a nap, yeah. uh, things like that. I'm sure I would become the default babysitter. You Oh, absolutely. See, I don't have the grandparents in town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't have that, you know, oh, let's call. And so absolutely you would be I, I the babysitter. I can see it now that your son, because I used to live right next to my grandparents, and I, I wore a trail out walking down to their house all the time. Yeah. And I'm sure that he would do that because I got all the cool stuff at my house, the PlayStation 5, right. the Oculus, all that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. what. I encourage you to move. Yes, move in, mm-hmm. please. Come on, man. I made uh, I made you the godfather of my son. You should uh, step up. No, him I wouldn't mind seeing all the time, but I don't need you over there all the time, you know, like Mr. Roper on Three's Company. <laughs> it's Kenny Chesney. <laughs>
724 at 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. Well, good morning, Tulsa. It's Tag and Daniel. I think uh, we're all kind of back at it. I know Tulsa Public Schools, at least, are back in session. So we had we had a little fun over the holidays, didn't we? But now it's like normal schedule. Good morning, Daniel. I'm glad the uh, kids are going back because now it has, we have more people listening to us in the morning. Yeah, because they're taking the kids to school and such. Right. Uh, did you see this, Tag? that there is a lady on TikTok, and she's got a theory on why men decide it's time to get married. Now, you're a guy that got married. What what clicked in your brain that said, hey, it is time to get married? Uh, she kept saying that if uh, I'll dump you. Ultimatum then. Ish. Ish or? You know, I, I, I loved her, and so I didn't want to lose her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I said, all right, well, we'll do that. All right, so here's the theory on why men decide to get married. Uh, the TikToker has one, and some people are saying this actually makes sense. I came across this photographer. She's obviously been at a lot of weddings, and she observed that the men were marrying the woman in front of them at the time that they were ready to get married, implying that that wasn't necessarily that man's soulmate or that man's love of his life. It was just the girl he was dating at the time he was ready to get married and settle down. When a man decides that he is financially and emotionally ready for marriage and ready to settle down and ready to start a family he takes a way different approach to dating that part in his brain of like oh there's another girl out there shuts off because now his focus is on marriage it's not in finding the next best thing so her theory is like a guy's just like all right i'm where i want to be financially uh i should uh, i should get married and they just marry whoever they're with they don't it's not really based on i see the particular lady yeah uh you know i see part of that because i didn't make a lot of money when i was in my 20s or something like that right and so i i thought i was almost embarrassed to marry somebody like how am i supposed to marry somebody and you know, we're going to have to, does that make any sense? Mm-mm. No, okay. I just felt like I wanted to get settled before I got married. And I wanted to have a career going, and I didn't get married till I was in my 30s. Like, well into my 30s, actually. And, um, yeah, and I, maybe that's true to a point where I felt I had some confidence then. I was like, okay, now I can, can provide if that's what I need to do or whatever. And so, yeah. I mean, I know a couple that they're high school sweethearts. And she was telling me, yeah, man, we we were like, we dated when we were 16 or something. I mean, what are the chances out of 8 billion people on the globe, 8 billion people that you happen to go to high school with your soulmate? What the chances are astronomical. So maybe that makes some sense what she's saying. Maybe so. Uh, my sister and her husband are high school sweethearts, and they they just had their second kid. They seem quite happy. Yeah. My aunt Tammy and Uncle Joel been together for gosh thirty forty years now. They were high school sweethearts. Everybody else I know though didn't work out so well. <laughs> I uh, when in my early twenties I proposed to a lady, mm-hmm. and it wasn't because oh I think it's time to get married. I thought this has got to be the one. Did you do it because you thought if you didn't you'd lose her? Like, were you kind of forced into it in a sense? Looking back on it, I realized what was going on. I thought she was the one. And we were having some trouble in the relationship. And I did that foolish thing where I thought, I want to win this situation. You know what? I'll just ask this lady to marry me. I don't want to lose her. So I'll ask her to marry me. 
Right. So I went and uh, I talked to my dad, and I was like, "Man, I gotta. I, this is the one. I, I gotta. I gotta get this lady an engagement ring, and I need you to loan me the money." Now, this guy, I'm sure he didn't want to do that, but he did. He loaned me the money to buy this to buy the ring. engagement ring, and I go to the jewelry store, and I pick out, and I was really proud of myself because it was a very nice engagement ring, very beautiful engagement ring. And I took it over to this lady's house, and uh, I asked her to marry me. It's a true story. Yeah, it's true. And she goes, let me think about it. <laughs> now, I didn't realize that that's, <laughs> that's basically good. no. Yeah. That's... But in my mind, I thought, well, okay. She's being responsible. She's doing the right thing, and she's thinking about it. So I go home, and I don't even know how I sleep that night or whatever. And I got back over there the next day, and she takes my hand. And she goes, I am not ready to get married. Oh, boy. Can't marry you. No, in essence. And I was devastated, mostly because I had just been turned down for proposal. The other part, the other 50% of it was, I got this really expensive ring here. What do I do? So I get in my uh, car there, the old Honda Civic, and drive it right back over to that jewelry store. And when I walked into the jewelry store, all the women, all the men that were working in there the day before, whenever I'd got the ring, they see me walk in, and they audibly gasp. <laughs> that's a good, they know. That's a good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they know that I'm there to return the wedding ring. And this kind of like uh, happy-go-lucky sales guys behind the counter, the main guy you got to go talk to. And I go, hey, man, got to return this ring. And he goes, well, you win some, you lose some. Kind of does this like <laughs> snap and point. And yeah, I was like, that, yeah, I guess you're right. Did that help? <laughs> you know what? No. <laughs> it didn't no, help it at didn't all. Help. I was glad that they... Uh, took the ring back is that a policy like if you do buy an engagement ring uh there's a there's an understanding that if she says no you can take it back yeah i don't know i don't work at k's jewelers but i'm yeah. telling you they took it back uh -huh. and uh looking back on it i'm glad i appreciate the jewelry store so much for taking that ring back and i appreciate this lady saying no because it would have been a disaster yeah do you know how much she would have lost in the divorce had she married me? Because I had, I was, I was working at like Dairy Queen or something. <laughs> uh, and also, like, I dodged a bullet because I like to keep up, see how she's doing these days. And uh, so, the girl that you asked to marry you, who said no, ultimately, yeah, you still yeah. keep up with her. Well, I don't talk to her, but I do. I'll like see what's going on on Facebook. And to mm -hmm. be honest, she looks a little like Jay Leno now. So I'm glad that. <laughs> God. I really appreciate. Idiot. Like, how bad would that have been if she said yes? You were trying to save something that was unsalvageable, and people even do this. They'll have an extra kid and think that that's going to fix it, and it it just complicates it more, right? Mm -hmm. It's just awful. All right, well, Daniel, I'm sorry you went through that heartbreak. No, no, no. Like I just told you, it was good. Okay, so now, but you're You think I'm trying to lay down with Jay Leno? No, <laughs> <What>? no. <laughs> no way. What'd she seems sappy. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's hilarious, though. Oh, well, thanks. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull. We're five minutes away from Gary Allen tickets. Hang on, Gus. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Oh, good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. And with us today, Daniel, who do we have playing the 98.5 The Bull fight got, for Gary Allen? We got Casey out in Sepulpa taking on Becky from Collinsville. They both want to go see Gary Allen, and uh, they both seem like nice people, but they're about to be bitter, bitter enemies with the 98.5 The Bull fight. <laughs> Casey and Becky, I've got, uh, the quiz is called Movies with Food in the Title. The missing words in these movies are types of food. 
Got it? Got it. Got it. Casey, we will start with you. From 1971, starring Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka, and The Blank Factory. Chocolate Factory. Chocolate is correct. Becky. From 1989, starring Rick Moranis, Blank, I Shrunk the Kids. Blank what? Blank, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not a movie person, but... Mm. Becky, it was Honey. It's honey, it's, I Shrunk no. the Kids. Oh, it's like you were saying something else. I'm sorry. You know how cell phones are. It's all good. Uh, we continue. Sorry, no problem. You still got plenty of questions to go. Casey. Okay. From 1999, starring Jason Biggs, American Blank. Pie. Pie, yes. You remember that movie, uh, Tig? I do. I think I made love to a pie. Huh? <laughs> he made... He got it all with a pie. <laughs> Becky. <laughs> I've got to check up that one. <laughs> Becky from 1971, starring Malcolm McDowell, A Clockwork Blank. Oh. Pie. We'll say pie. A <laughs> clockwork pie. pie is incorrect. It was a clockwork orange. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Casey from 2009, starring Bill Hader, who is from Tulsa, by the way, Tug. Cloudy with a chance of? Meatballs. Meatballs. Hold on, Tug. Can you check with the FCC? Can we, in fact, say meatballs on the air? You cannot. Uh-oh. Becky from 1990, yeah. or, or 1988, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, a blank called Wanda. Oh, I've heard this one, but, um, say. Uh-oh. I don't know. It was fish. Yeah, I heard that buzzer. That's not nice. I heard that buzzer. Well, you were buzzed. You. It was a fish called Wanda. Oh, uh, well, okay. Casey, <laughs> from 1993, <laughs> starring Johnny Depp, what's eating Gilbert blank? Great. 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 Becky, from 1991, starring Kathy Bates, Fried Green Blank. Oh, I know this one, Tomatoes. Tomatoes, and Becky's on the board. Oh, yes. Casey, from 1984, starring Linda Hamilton, Children of the Blank. Corn. Corn is correct. Becky, from 2003, starring Tobey Maguire, C blank. C biscuit. Biscuit is correct. Uh, Becky, finishing strong with two, but Casey got every single one right. So that means Casey has defeated Becky in the 98-5 The Bull fight. It's not over yet, though, Becky. Casey's got, won the tickets. You gave him the easy one. Casey has won the tickets. <laughs> You can now, uh, Casey, give these tickets to Becky or keep them for yourself. Becky, make a case to Casey on why he should give you the tickets. Well, first thing, um, I'm old, I'm a widow, and I need to go have some fun. Ouch. 
Casey, she's old. Well, she's a widow. She needs to have some fun. Will I you? think if I give them away, my wife would be a widow after I told her I gave them yeah. away. So I'm going to have to keep them. Yeah, you got to make your cool. wife happy. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Casey, congratulations on the Gary Allen tickets. Also, congratulations on your general store. We all love your pizza out there. And uh, I appreciate it. He's going to go see Gary Allen at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. And we're back tomorrow, well, guys. Casey, have fun. Uh, you're so welcome. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back tomorrow at 740. Nobody said thank you to you, Tyke. She said, Casey, have fun. And you go, you're very welcome. Well, they're very welcome anyway. <laughs> uh, 740 tomorrow, another chance to win these Gary Allen tickets. The good news is, uh, is that anybody who doesn't win is still eligible to win Gary Allen tickets. And we're back tomorrow with another bullfight at 740 here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. It's about 752. Good morning. From downtown Tulsa, you've got Ty Gadano on 98.5 The Bull. On Facebook this morning, Ty, I see that my cousin down in Alabama, Kelsey, you know Kelsey, right? Mm-hmm. Post help. My keys are locked inside of my car and it's running. This has never happened before. I don't have a spare key. I don't know what to do. What would you tell her to do? Well, I would have to know more about her situation. Does she have one of those? Here's the situation. Her yeah. keys are locked inside of the car and it's running. Is it like one of the keys you actually put into the ignition and twist it? And she don't have a spare key. Oh. Um. Actually, people are coming to a rescue pretty quickly on uh, Facebook. Somebody said literally saw a TikTok on this. Um, get two mini toilet plungers, suction them to the window, and pull it down. And pull it down enough. Do you think that would work? Maybe. I mean, I've seen those guys that uh, come out and get into cars before, and they put, like, an air bladder. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. In between the door frame and, like, the car, and it cracks it just enough where you can get in. Uh, I don't think she has an air bladder, nor do I think. Actually, she probably doesn't have too many plungers, but if she did, that would <laughs> yeah, be great. That. Another uh, person said, get duct tape and five strings and tape five strings top to halfway down and then lift up the tape from bottom and pull downward enough to get a hanger in the window and unlock. Uh-huh. I've done this thing where I got a um, Slim Jim, they call it, at a car parts place. Yeah, I've seen that. I know what you're talking about. They might as well not sell me anything because I don't know how to use. <laughs> I've tried a slim gym, but I wonder if the, uh, I wonder if the two mini toilet plungers would work. But hey, who in man. the world's got two mini plungers in their yeah. house? No, I've got a big one. Okay, that's not gross. Why do you need a big giant? Well, I, yeah, I went to Ty's house once, by the way, just off subject, and this guy's got a giant industrial plunger, and I'm like, what in the world's going on over here? Mm-hmm. But uh, well, we will follow along and see what happens here. I saw a lady. Uh, and I, this is the reason I was wondering about her key situation. I saw a lady that got locked out of her car at a Walmart, mm-hmm. supposedly. And, um, you know, she came out and her battery had died in her remote. Oh. So when she was hitting unlock, it wouldn't unlock. And she called AAA or something. And then people were like, they forgot that there's an actual key you can just put into it. All right. You know what I'm talking about? Like all these remotes we have, there is an actual key in a lot of these, I think. <laughs> so don't do that. I but. think uh, I should post under this post, just say rock. <laughs> like that it. window. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Well, good morning. It's Tig and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Time now for Off the Wall. We'll go to a company's Facebook page and we'll see what uh, people are complaining about. These are real comments that people took time out of their day to log into Facebook and write. And this time it is... Charmin Toilet Paper. Uh, very controversial. People have thoughts on Charmin. 
all the way to the commercials, all the way down to the um, the ridges on the toilet paper. So <laughs> okay. I would hate to be the one that responds to all these things. But let me tell you this about Charmin toilet paper. They respond to these comments. So if you say something nonsensical, they still respond to you and yes, treat you like a some person. poor okay. guy there that has to respond to Facebook comments. That's the job. From the Charmin Facebook page, uh, somebody named Duke says, I just took the biggest dump. Owen says, the Charmin promotion Enjoy the Go is reflective of a company devoid of dignity and class. Uh, he's talking about, I think we've seen this commercial where the bears, they're talking right. about toilet paper. And and I would say to Owen, you, how do you advertise without mentioning, the, you know, it's restroom stuff. Let's see. Tom said, hey, in our household, we really like the scalloped edges on the ultra soft product. Adds a touch of class to the bathroom without a six-week class in origami. What? They the the Charmin Ultra, and I'm ashamed that I know this. When you when you tear it, it's not com, it's not a complete straight line. Now now they have like uh, oh, I see. curves, like decoration. Sharon says I no longer buy facial tissue because Charmin is so soft and strong. I use it to blow my nose. I enjoy the blow. Seriously. Alex says, Charmin, I feel like you guys should make your wet wipes bigger and thicker. <laughs> what does Alex have uh -oh, going, on going on where he him? wants bigger and thicker wet wipes? Jeez, man. Liz says, I really need to give a shout out to Charmin toilet paper. I have a broken ankle and having to wear a big clunky boot. I tripped up the stairs yesterday while carrying the toilet paper and it literally saved me from further injury. So thank you for being so squeezably soft and protecting this klutz. So it uh, it cushioned her fall. Yes. And remember I told you, we talked about this a week or so ago, that what hurts more than falling down the stairs is falling up the stairs. I saw people on Facebook couldn't figure how you fall. But I guess you can fall upstairs. Falling up and just like her, thank God she was holding the Charmin Ultra and she fell and instead of oof, her chest right into a stair... She was cushioned. She was cushioned. By the toilet paper. And so what does Charmin say to that? Do they go, you know, that's what we were meaning to do? They just respond. They don't, okay. I don't, I don't know. Right. Laurenette says, thank God I have a permanent colostomy. Your toilet paper prices are too high for me. Oh, wow. Now, that's a lady that looks on the bright side. Yeah, she is a half. That is an optimist. full person, right? Diana said, I've used Charmin Ultra Soft for decades, but over the last five years, the quality has definitely decreased. The pattern sucks. Please go back to no pattern. She doesn't like the ridges in the toilet paper. So were they trying to class it up uh, with the, the little decorations on the toilet paper? Listen, buddy, I'm a sucker for a gimmick. If you put a gimmick out there, I will buy it. Any little gimmick I'll do. And so, yeah. When I'm looking at toilet paper, there's one like regular old nothing, and then there's one with like daisies. A and nice, things. yeah, of course, I'm buying that. <laughs> and finally, idiot. <laughs> and finally, Judy says, "Would love to try the Charmaine." She mispronounced or misspelled Charmaine. Oh, I see. Okay. Would love to try the Charmaine. <laughs> well, you can. You just go now, to the listen, store, right? You, they they need to have Charmaine Ultra. Soft, ultra strong, and also the most expensive, the Charmaine. The Charmaine. I would buy that. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center.
Mighty slow going westbound BA from 169 to I-44 and also northbound 75 coming up from Glenpool. I'm Carly Rush. That's a quick look at your traffic. Thank you, Carly. Uh, speaking of mighty slow, that's how Tig walks. What? Yeah, you're a slow walker. Yeah, are you crazy? You need to lose some LBs, buddy. Oh, now, let me tell goodness. you how you can do that. Red Mountain Weight Loss. And if you wanted to lose up to 20 pounds this month, Red Mountain Weight Loss can help you out. Imagine that. 20 pounds in 30 days-ish. I mean, Imagine that's going to buy 20 pounds of ground beef, what that would look like. I know. And that's what you could lose right now with Red Mountain Weight Loss. The other thing uh, that I love about Red Mountain Weight Loss is they call you, and it's a video thing, so you don't have to drive to some parking deck in Tulsa and then go to the waiting room and all that nonsense. They just call you. A doctor, me and Dana went through this, a physician will call you, and they learn about your story. And right now, you can get four free metabolism boosters and a weight loss consultation absolutely free. That's $235 right there, totally free. Yes, this is for people that are really serious about losing weight. So you can imagine uh, looking at yourself now in the mirror, and then a month from now, looking at the same mirror, and you're down 20 pounds. Boom. Dial pound 250 from your cell phone. Use the keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. That's pound 250. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. We're back tomorrow with more Gary Allen tickets at 7.40. In the meantime, let's take a look at what's going on around Tulsa and around the world. This, did you see, brought to you by iCare Associates of South Tulsa. Good morning, Daniel. Tig, did you see this? Apparently, over the last few years, there's a trend. Uh, this is the first I've ever heard of it, of eating your Christmas tree to not waste it. It's getting more popular, they're saying. Here's a lady named Julia, author of the book, how to eat your Christmas tree, talking about the different ways you can eat your tree. How to Eat Your Christmas Tree is a cookbook that explores the unsung edible heroes of our forests, the humble Christmas trees and their evergreen friends. In the US and UK alone, 40 million trees are harvested and thrown away each year. My Little Green Cookbook's 22 delicious recipes with ideas such as Christmas tree cured salmon, spruce flavored ice cream, and Christmas tree alcohol. Don't be ridiculous. Listen, if you are worried that much about the tree, just plant a couple of more trees. You don't have to eat the one you cut down. They it's do gone. smell good, man, but, I mean, she's talking about eating wood, right? Well, she's saying, what was it, uh, spruce-flavored ice cream? No, thanks. I'll take vanilla. <laughs> do you want? Well, she said salmon, too. And so what do you use the Christmas tree to flavor the salmon? Yeah, I guess. Huh. That's a wacko. <laughs> That book better not be printed on paper if she's worried about us wasting the tree. Isn't that yeah. weird, yeah. Plant another tree or two if you want. Goodness gracious. Uh, did you see this, Tyga? A theory, a TikToker has a theory on why men decide when it's time to get married. And as a married guy, I want to see if you agree with this or not. I came across this photographer. She's obviously been at a lot of weddings. And she observed that the men were marrying the woman in front of them at the time that they were ready to get married. Implying that that wasn't necessarily that man's soulmate or that man's love of his life. It was just the girl he was dating at the time he was ready to get married and settle down when a man decides that he is financially and emotionally ready for marriage and ready to settle down and ready to start a family he takes a way different approach to dating that part in his brain of like oh there's another girl out there shuts off because now his focus is on marriage it's not in finding the next best thing so, in other words, when a guy uh, decides it's time to get married, he um, 
He just does it and doesn't really matter what lady it is. It's not like he's getting married based on the particular lady he's dating. He just decides once this time, just, I uh, better marry this lady then. You know, I could relate to that in a way. Um, I dated, when I was young, I didn't make a lot of money. And I dated a lady that we went to her house where her parents live, you know, visiting the family. And there was a guard at the entrance of the neighborhood. And then we go to this house and it's like this mansion. And I was so intimidated by that. I said, I don't make any money. How am I going to give her the life that she's probably used to? And it, it did keep me from getting too serious with her. And I wanted to get more financially secure. And then later on, I met my current wife and everything was good. So what she's saying isn't total rubbish, I don't think. Hmm. Interesting theory that again. Did you ever TikTok. worry about that? I mean, if you're if you dated a girl whose dad was super rich, you thought you couldn't keep up? No, not not oh, okay. even a second did I okay. think that. Well, I did. <laughs> uh, did you see this? There's a guy in Thailand having probably a pretty bad uh, day or week here. A 55 year old man in Thailand accidentally left a roadside bathroom break without his wife, who he thought was in the back seat. This guy drives a hundred miles before he realizes it. Meanwhile. Uh, he's driving 100 miles. She's walked 13 miles for help. You might think this is a pleasant afternoon walk. Uh-uh. She finally got to a police station at like 5 in the morning. There's no specific details on how they reunited, but it sounds like the police were able to let the man know where to pick up his wife. Why, uh, did, why did she start walking, by the way? Well, Lord knows where she was. She just stuck. Got to do something. I think if you forget your wife and drive 100 miles away, just keep on driving. Just Venmo her half all y'all's money. Yeah, just go ahead and, and get leave. the divorce settled and uh, move on. This guy's never going to have another argument with this lady without her saying, well, you know what you did? You left me there at that That's rest true. stop that time. You drove 100 miles. I had to walk 13 miles. She has the power. She's done, yeah. So he should just Venmo her all the money. And I don't know. You think this lady could still love the guy after he does this? I, I find that hard to believe. I, I do believe what you're saying is true, but, I mean, wouldn't you notice that after, like, as soon as you pulled out that your wife's not in the car with you? Well, it was in the middle of the night. My my theory could be that she was had been sleeping in the back, and maybe he thought she was asleep in the back, and he's trying not to wake her up. And <laughs> That's what I would say if I were the guy. <laughs> I would be like, look, honey, I thought you were I sleeping in the back. I was thinking about you first. Right. I didn't want to wake you up. So that's what I got. Also, don't forget tomorrow, Tig, at 740, another chance to play the 98.5 The Bull Fight for tickets to see Gary Allen at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Right here on 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Hey, what's up? Who's this? Um, hi, this is Amanda. I was just listening to the story about the guy leaving his wife. Oh, oh, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Daniel's a moron. Oh, oh gosh, tell him to hush. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we were on vacation in Arizona, and we had, like, I was, like, way younger back before everything was like it is now. And we had, like, a truck with a camper on the back, and we always slept in the back of the camper um, while we were going on vacations, like long vacations, and my brother was asleep in the back, and my dad had stopped to go to the bathroom, and he went in to go to the bathroom, and we drove off and left my brother. He was like eight at the gas station. Oh, my God. It didn't take us 100 miles. Yes, it didn't take us 100 miles to figure it out. It was like 
more like five or ten minutes. But my we got back there, and the guy at the gas station was like freaking out. My brother was crying. My mom was crying. <laughs> I, I could imagine so that would be traumatic. Do you ever yeah. rem- remember like getting lost in a grocery store? Not not even lost. I'm saying your mom went on the other aisle and you didn't see her for a second, and like. You panic? Oh, yeah. I mean, I could imagine a gas station where y'all actually left them. Yeah, and it was like a crazy town that we'd never been in, somewhere in Arizona. How long did your brother bring this up that you guys had left him on accident at the uh, gas station? I think we bring it up more than he does because it's so funny to us now that we're adults. But he'll be like, Mom, you left me at a gas station. Stop. Yeah, I would imagine like when he's he's eight years old, so when he's nine and ten and his mom says, no, we're not going to get you wheelies. No, we're not going to get you. Remember that time you left me at a gas station? Uh, maybe I should get a Nintendo. <laughs> seems like Yeah, he should have used it to his advantage. <laughs> that, that documentary Home Alone made it seem like being left home alone would be fun, but if that had been me, Ty, I would have just went into a sheer panic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> Well, I appreciate the call, and uh, our thoughts are with your brother this morning. <laughs> <Okay>. yeah, thanks. <laughs>